Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let me tell you a story. Just a couple of months ago, I was in my bedroom at home and I'm just about to launch my program, Adonis School, which is kind of like a medium ticket online community where they get a bunch of courses and live calls. It's $500 to buy it and then also $99 a month to stay in as a subscription. I launch it, I go to sleep afterwards and I check how many people have bought it the next morning after I wake up. First thing, like I'm literally in bed looking at the stats. 150. 150 sales overnight, $75,000 made in 12 hours. And I wasn't supposed to be like this. My dad is a taxi driver. My mother has been a stay at home housewife all of my life. And I've just made most people's what yearly two years, three years income whilst sleeping. The lesson of this story is that there's ways to make a, a crazy amount of money, which seems like a lie, a scam. You know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable that you could like a, that someone like me could make that much. There's secrets out there, which some top tier guys know, but many others don't. So today I wanted to do a little bit something different for you, for the tribe members who watch my videos. I've went on my list and messaged a bunch of the, the big name guys that I know. And I've asked them to share like some, some of their lessons when it comes to making like their first million, especially whilst they were young. And so we're going to go through my list right now. I'll tell you who it is and we'll listen to their voice note that they replied with. And I'll give you like a little bit of my thoughts on what they've said as well. The first guy is Chris Williamson, who has over a million subscribers on his podcast, The Modern Wisdom. Yeah, man. So I'm not convinced that I qualify for this because I didn't hit that figure until I'm in my 30s. However... I think that lesson is quite instructive, which is I had the work ethic that I had in my 20s all the way through, but why didn't I realize perhaps the financial gains that I've been able to in later life? And it's largely due to picking a pursuit that doesn't have a massive amount of leverage, didn't have quite as much uh, ceiling potential. Right now, I'm working on the internet, which is an unbounded, completely open market with no ceiling at all. And previously, I was working in nightlife, which generates an awful lot of cash, but is completely constrained by how far people are prepared to travel to go to a nightclub. So my piece of advice would be 
pick the right pursuit and pick a pursuit that has sufficient leverage because you can be working very hard, you can be diligent, you can have a skill set, you can be creative, you can do all of those things, and yet still not realize your true potential, especially from a financial perspective, because it's just too capped. Pick the right boat, pick the right lake, then row as hard as possible. So Chris, before he popped off on YouTube and started to make a lot of money through his podcast, he was doing really well. And what he said was the nightlife. Basically, he 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 ran like nightclub events. You know how nightclubs will have like massive, like a, a certain night. It's like um, the Flamingo Pink Night, whatever. It's like, you know, people dressed in this way and it's celebrating this thing and it's this type of music and stuff. He was kind of like the marketer, like the guy who was like hosting a bunch of those events. And they were making, like he said, a pretty good amount of money. But... It wasn't the right boat, the right vehicle to make good, like huge levels of wealth. The reason why is because it was a physical location. He had to be up late at night and everything. There was only really a cap of how many people they could make money from every day because, you know, the clubs have a cap. And like he he said in different podcasts, he'd like sell out week to week and everything. But you can only get so many people inside of a physical location like a nightclub. And also then he's mentioned like the it's all down to the distance that people will travel. Basically, what this just means is when you put your stuff on the internet, you have an infinite amount of leverage. Millions of people can consume your things, as is the case for his podcast, my YouTube channel. You have millions of viewers. So I can get millions or at least hundreds of thousands of people to see my products and consider buying it compared to when it's in person in like a random store or location. By the way, bro, you're consuming all of these educational videos, which is awesome. But let's be more serious. There is a war on masculinity. And for us to win this war, we need you to join our gang. I'm welcoming you to the Adonis Gang. Come join your brotherhood by clicking the top link in the description right now and watching that welcome video after you finish watching this one. Next, we have Ali Abdal, who has 4 million subscribers on his YouTube channel. Okay, so what I would say is that it's really important to choose your market wisely. Now, if you're trying to make millions through a regular job, it's very, very important that you choose that job wisely because you're basically never going to make millions if, for example, you're working as a doctor in the UK, but you're, you know, on your route to making millions if you work as a hedge fund trader in London, in the city, for example. So choosing the industry, medicine versus finance, massively, you know, adds a massive multiple on what you can actually expect to earn. But I think similarly in the world of entrepreneurship, if the vehicle to making millions is creating your own business, which is the vehicle that I would recommend, and I suspect you would as well, then it's really important to choose your market wisely. Now, one mistake I see so many people make, so many young people make, is that they to try and target other young people with their products. If you're a student and the only other people you know are students, you'll think, great, what product can I make that students would use? You wouldn't be thinking, let me offer $10,000 financial planning services to businesses. You wouldn't be thinking, let me offer, offer a $50,000 consulting package to this kind of, uh, I don't know, AC manufacturing company. You'd be thinking, what, ca- what app can I make for students? And by confining yourself to the market of people like you, i.e. students who are broken up to money, you, it would be very hard to make millions unless you strike it really, really big and you're super lucky. And so it is worth if you're trying to make millions, targeting the people who have money rather than trying to target the people who are like you. Because it is an unfortunate fact of the world that it's way easier to make money selling products and services to rich people than it is to try and sell products and services to people who don't have any of the money anyway. Sweet. Thank you, Ali. So Ali says something very similar to Chris, which is that you've got to have the right decision made first. Now, Ali's advice here is the right customer. So he, he mentioned market, but we can say market's kind of like the kind of customer who would buy your product. And he's basically saying, don't try and sell to people who don't really have that much money when you can sell to someone who has a lot more. So he's saying, if you're a student, maybe you don't need to try and sell some kind of service or product to other students. Instead, you can try and sell services or products to guys who've got a lot more money, like some 40-year-old chiropractor or something. 
that's certainly good advice to make more money. But you know what? I actually kind of disagree with this one just because for me, business has always been an act of like passion and purpose, especially purpose is the most important thing for men. And if you're, it feels like your purpose, your core mission in life is to help chiropractors scale their agency, you know, the company or something, maybe, okay, go ahead. But for me, it, it, I always wanted a purposeful business. And the purpose generally is like serving some kind of person, giving your gift to the people that you care about. So you might make less money by, for example, making products for like young guys who don't really have much money to buy your products. But it checks off more of this like wholesome feeling of like, I'm helping the people that I really care about. So he's got awesome advice in terms of making money. But my advice is just kind of different when it, because maybe I'm biased because I happen to get the best of both worlds. I chose the people that I really wanted to help. And I also made a lot, I make a lot of money doing that. Tate has really done this well, but you know, the idea has always been that if you try and sell to like broke young guys, you're not going to make much money. But Tate makes, Andrew Tate makes fucking millions a month selling to broke young guys. Because even the broke young guy, you might be a broke young guy, right? Your friends might be, right? We think all these young men are broke, but they've all got AirPods. They've all got $100 trainers. They're all actually like coming across money and spending it still. So this is the, one of the things I, I say to young guys when they ask me like, oh, but you know, like I'm only 15. I can't really sell anything, which is too expensive to people my age. I said, no, 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 not true, bro. How much are your, your friends trainers? Every guy your age has got $100 shoes, right? So they can buy your $100 program. They've all got AirPods, which are $200. They've got some jacket, which is 100. They're like going out, get, like, you know, restaurants and stuff every now and then as well. Like even young broke guys still can spend $50, $100. And if you get a lot of them buying your products, you can make a lot of money. There's almost two different ways you can go about this. So you can charge a huge number of guys of smaller amounts. That's, for example, what I'm doing. That's what Andrew Tate is doing. I have a $5 program. I have a $500 program. I put that offer in front of millions of young guys and I make a lot of money. But uh, probably the way to make more money is to have a very expensive product, which is literally thousands of dollars and put that offer in front of a way less amount of people. So I have a friend called Dan and he has, his products are literally thousands of dollars, but his customers also make tens of thousands. So he only has an audience of 1000 subscribers and he makes more money than I do. Just something to bear in mind. He's got a thousand subscribers. I've got 2.2 million and he makes more money monetizing his audience than I do with mine. Because if you do sell high ticket services, 10K, 5K to guys who've got that much money, you can make a lot more than doing it my way, which is like, you know, selling to tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of customers. Now we have someone that you might not have expected, but his name is Musa. Musa is someone who's worked very closely with Sneeko, with I think Fresh and Fit. Essentially, he's he's a very young guy who has made a lot of money doing short form content. So if you remember when Sneeko really popped off, it was when he was popping off on TikTok. Musa is the guy who actually helped um, that whole production. And whether you know you can complain about Sneeko or whatever, oh, but dopamine, whatever, it's like, You've got to respect the business knowledge here of like knowing what pops off on social media. So if right now you're trying to grow on YouTube, if you want to, you know, be a YouTuber, TikToker, this advice is going to be helpful for us because this is a very young guy. I believe he's he's 18 or 19 years old and he's made a lot of money from like TikTok and short form contents. The secrets to success, especially at a young age, is resilience and discipline. 
for example, if you don't go to the club and don't drink and don't smoke and don't do all of these things that are bad for you and don't mess around with women and the essence of promiscuity, then you are already ahead by not doing those things. So you already have your competition as well as the fact that if you continuously spend that time that you would be doing those things, like everyone else's, working, then you are even more ahead of the competition. Oh, 100%. So what he's basically said is when you stay away from the distractions of most people, especially when you're a young guy as well, if you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, your competition are all watching porn, going out, chasing women, drinking, taking drugs, staying up late, listening to music and everything. If you're the guy who's willing to work and to you know go to sleep on time, to wake up early, to meditate, to have a good diet and to just do this work, if you can be, as he says, resilient to that kind of social pressure, which is normal for you, you can really stand out. I've got one from Sneeko. Hamza, there's literally no secret to becoming a millionaire. To become a millionaire, you have to work hard consistently, nonstop, for a long time. And it's not just doing tedious work. People think that because they grinded at their laptop in the trenches and in a dark room for a while, sending emails doesn't automatically mean you're going to become successful. Hard work is also analyzing what is necessary in the market. What is someone else not providing that you are able to provide? If you can do that, then you become valuable. If you're valuable and you are hardworking and you're consistent, you're going to win. It's that simple. I'm laughing because in the first few seconds, he's imitating the way that I speak. <laughs> Hamza, there's literally no secret to becoming a millionaire. To become a millionaire, you have to work hard consistently, nonstop, for a long time. And it's not just mm. doing tedious work. He said, to become a millionaire, you've got to work hard tediously for a long time and actually do basically the high leverage tasks. So it's not about, you know, just working. It's about doing the kind of tasks that will actually equal a huge amount of income. Let's, let's listen to the other bit again. People think that because they grinded at their laptop in the trenches and in a dark room for a while, sending emails doesn't automatically mean you're going to become successful. Hard work is also analyzing what is necessary in the market. What is someone else not providing that you are able to provide? If you can do that, then you become valuable. If you're valuable and you are hardworking and you're consistent, you're going to win. It's nice. that simple. That, that's actually a very good point he's made there. What is something that you can provide that other people aren't? Where is your special edge? So let's say you've watched plenty of my videos, right? You, there's probably ways that you could speak on camera that you can tell that I'm not speaking. There's, there's ways that you could talk, stuff that you could talk about. There's space for you in the market. You might not think it, you might not believe it. Three years ago, when I first started my YouTube channel, there was already big name people in self-improvement. Already, it was this vibe of like self-improvement industries all saturated, YouTube saturated. People were saying that three years ago. Everyone says it now, but people were still saying it three years ago. And I saw where I could fit in. I could be this like brutally honest guy. Because back three years ago, if you remember the scene in self-improvement, it was a joke. None of the guys even practiced what they were preaching. None of the guys even went to the gym. None of the guys spoke in any kind of masculine way, set goals or any, did anything like that. Every guy was just like, just wishy-washy talking about like systems over goals and all this bullshit and like none of no one was actually practicing and becoming like more masculine and strong in real life and no one was actually genuinely opening up and telling real stories of their weakness i came onto the scene and some of my first videos i was looking at you and saying i fapped three times this morning that was my secret I was willing to be like totally honest whilst other people weren't. And now it's just an industry nor like norm, isn't it? Like you watch a self-improvement video, every guy will start with a story. You do like you think about how much, like I'm just boosting myself here, but how much I change this the face of self-improvement. Most self-improvement videos you follow now literally start off with like they've they've taken my title, taken my thumbnails and everything. They start off with the story, whether it they, they they do the whole Jeffrey and Adonis thing or they at least start off with a story because they've all watched my YouTube tutorials and then they they speak in this abrupt way you know men are strong men have got to be like this like what sneaker was sort of imitating me saying like hamza there's no secret like this isn't me saying yeah i'm, I'm the best or anything but literally three years ago people were literally commenting saying that the self-improvement niche was saturated i found the special place which was that i could be this abrupt honest guy we've got 
one more. We've got Mike Thurston as well. A trait which I think these young millionaires all have in common is a laser pinpoint focus at achieving one specific goal. They will do anything and everything to be the very best at one particular thing. They don't get distracted by trying to be the best at like four or five different things or trying to, you know, bring in seven different revenue streams. They just go almost all in on one thing. And they have this amazing ability to not get distracted. As the money starts to come in, as the temptations from women and parties going out, people wanting to meet up and spend time with them, they still have this ability to stay no, to not get sucked in, to not get carried away into this hedonistic lifestyle. They ignore it all and still keep their eyes on the prize. They keep that television and they keep doing everything and anything to maintain their position of being the very best at that one thing. That was beautiful. That was from Mike Thurston. That's 100 percent true. So what he's saying is for the young guys who've really stood apart and become really successful, they have this skill of not being distracted by specifically what the success brings. So Musa actually has said, said something similar. So imagine on, in Musa's perspective, he's a young guy, I think he's like 18, 19 years old, and he started making like a lot of money. He could be going out to clubs, he could be partying, he could be being a degenerate, smoking, drinking weed, um, drinking and, and um, you know, taking drugs and everything. He'd be like, like he'd have the money for it, but he's not. He's staying true to his religion, to his faith. He's working hard, he's grinding. Many young guys, they don't make any success at all. But the guys who do stand out and they have that laser focus, like Mike just said, what happens, which you must be prepared for, if you expect to become successful, you must be prepared for this. Success brings its own distractions. What you wanted all this time was success. That is wrong. It's not to achieve the success. It's to maintain and to grow and to multiply it. Because success, once you've got it, the money, the fame, the followers, whatever you want, that's when the real opportunity for you to fall off will be. This is the plight of, you know, so many basketball players, athletes, and YouTubers, influencers, everything, celebrities. They'll get the initial success. They'll be making tens of thousands a month. That's when they lose it. That's when they go to too many parties. That's, you know, this is like Mike Tyson partying in, in um, Japan the day before his, his one of his fights. This is the athlete who gets up to the NBA and then gets a random girl pregnant and she's suing him for child support. No, success leads to its own distractions. So if you can be disciplined right now, when the potential distractions are like a crappy night out with loser friends, okay, nice. You're already better than most people, nice. Can you be disciplined when the distraction is partying with nines and 10 out of 10 women? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Can you? Would you stay disciplined for that when a nine out of 10 girl wraps her legs around you and tells you to like finish inside of it? Are you gonna, are you gonna stay disciplined for that? 
every guy says like, oh yeah, of course, I, I've got no problem. It seems to me that the most successful guys actually sit here for a second and they're like, they actually will like have the humility to think, damn, that would be hard. They won't just lie and say, no, yeah, yeah of course I will, of course I will. Because if you've had that energy where you, you, you answer these questions like, yeah, yeah, I will. I don't believe you. Because I know in myself and the guys I've spoke to, the ones who become successful, they don't have this arrogant thing of like, yeah, I won't get distracted by it. Yeah, I'm just going to stay working. They have this humility to think, oh, damn, I could fall for that, actually. And they sit here with this level of humility and, and, and honesty and think, okay, how would I stop that from happening? Well, you know, I'll, I'll never get into that situation with a girl anyway. And if I do, then I'll always use protection. And it's like they're seeing this, like, if then statement, they're always like constantly like staying vigilant of the things that could happen. You've got to be prepared for what life throws at you and, and even more than that, for what success throws at you. One of the things that Mike was talking about here was the concept of the woman in the red dress. This doesn't really have anything to do with women, but it's from the Matrix movie where the, the main guy is like, you know, he's trying to stay focused on the mission, whatever. Everyone's like gray and dark and stuff, right? The whole world's kind of like dark. And this girl wearing a red dress comes in and she distracts the main character and he ends up being killed. Basically, that it's it's to say, like, at every level, the woman in the red dress will become prettier. So what this means is, at every level of your journey, of your success, the distractions that could end up killing your success become prettier. Right now, they're not even that nice for most guys. Like, the distraction for you is what? Like a, a, like a shitty takeaway, you know, like a, a, a like greasy meal from, like, a little takeaway or something. That's, like, the distraction. Maybe it's, like, the distraction of watching porn. It's, like, it's low-end stuff. One year from now, after you've been working hard, suddenly it's the distraction of like sleeping with that girl who's a six out of 10, which the younger you would have killed for. Suddenly it's like going out to that late night restaurant of like pretty nice quality restaurants and saying no to that because it's maybe going to be past your bedtime. Five years from now, it might be saying no to the eight out of 10 girl, the nine out of 10 girl. 10 years from now, if you're still grinding, 20 years from now, it might be saying no to the girl that you think is physically like a 10 out of 10 because you've actually committed yourself to a different woman. It would be powerful for you to sit here right now and think, you know what, fuck, I'm not sure if I actually would discipline myself for that. So come on, think like, how would I develop myself in the way that I would overcome that? And I, for example, I wouldn't cheat on my wife or I wouldn't, you know, miss so many days of work because I was staying up late and I was partying. And we have the last one, which is from Andrew Kirby, who has 600,000 subscribers on YouTube and he's, he's doing really good work. He's helped me a lot in business recently as well. The secret to my success, I was going to talk about obsession, hard work, discipline, and they're all really important, but they're one component of reaching success. The most holistic advice that I can give to becoming a millionaire or becoming successful is to find a mentor who's done what you want to do and do what they did when they started. Don't do what they do now because they're no longer a beginner. Do what they did when they started. For me, it was a guy called Sunny T on YouTube, then Russell Brunson, then Sam Evans. I did everything they told me to do. I lived my life the way they told me to, copied it religiously, and it worked. That's really good advice as well. I, I love the last few words he said. He copied these men what they said that they did too much on on the internet and just in general people think that that's a dirty word copy i'm gonna be honest to you right now i'm one big fat copy i've copied literally 10 20 30 guys and you barely even know it when you click on another one of videos of mine you don't sit there and think to yourself oh man hamza's such a copy you probably don't even know who i'm actually talking about when i when i'm talking about who i copy I've done it in such like an autistically detailed thing. I literally have at home in my bedroom, pages all over my wall saying, copy Hamozi, copy uh, like Andrew Tate, copy this, copy, copy this thing, copy this thing. You wouldn't realize how much I have copied the, the men who have came before me. You would not realize it. It's time we have humility because I actually believe copying is so powerful, but it just sounds so uncool. But I'll tell you the truth. 
these successful guys that you're looking up to that bro they, i'm telling you right now they're copying 100 they're copying if you see someone pop off on youtube guaranteed they've been copying someone else recently it's the name of the game why why wouldn't you like essentially steal or borrow whatever word you want to use what's working right now if i see someone pop off on youtube right now and they're getting way more views than usual or anything i'm gonna go in and see what they're doing right and copy it now other people will change the words so it sounds nice and wholesome and they'll say oh i was inspired or whatever like little um weak words they want to use but it's like no just just admit someone else has getting a good level of success i'm gonna copy it because i want that for myself you don't need to like lie about it. So what Andrew's saying is he ended up finding some mentors and basically just copied what they had been doing at the level that he was at, which is a really good point as well. Often, if you try and copy a guy who's far above you, it won't work. So for example, if you're trying to copy like Tate and you're trying to make a program like him, it probably won't work. How about Iman? Iman's just launched his new, like a new whole software platform. If you were going to copy that, you'd go bankrupt. But when you see what he was doing when he was your age, when you were 17, 18, what business model worked for him? How about for myself? It's very powerful to just see where someone who has got to a really good point of success, Tate, Iman, uh, Sam Alvins, Russell Bronson, Alex Mosey, and try and see where their life was more relatable to yours and see about the lessons they were given then because it's all on YouTube. It's how sick is this that like you can literally go for most of these guys that you look up to, you can go and find the part of their life where they were more similar to you and go and figure out, like go and see from their own content of exactly what they were doing to get to the next level. Because most like influencers that you watch have actually got years of content. So if you're like starting on YouTube right now and you've got less than a thousand subscribers, you can literally go and see at the point where I was at like 500 subscribers in like um, late 2020 and go and see what I was doing there, how I was speaking on camera, the things I was speaking about. Obviously, you don't need to copy like the actual like words I was saying, but rather the strategy that I was using. So that was six guys who have gave their advice for you to make your first million and I'll be the seventh and I'll tell you my piece of advice. Uh, my business has done more than a million in, in um, cash now. I, I believe so. I've not looked at the actual statistic, but the last I saw for one of the products that I sell, it was $700,000. And that was like maybe about a month or two ago. So I think we've probably crossed about a million in revenue so far. And I've most like that's been literally this year as well, not even lifetime. Lifetime, we've easily made more than a million. I made like 200,000 pounds of um, just YouTube revenue in the last year alone. And that's even with me, like, you know, stop stopping YouTube for months at a time and everything as well. What advice would I give you? I'm not going to answer the for you to make your first million, but I'm going to tell you how to get to your first $10,000 per month. The single thing that is stopping you from making 10K a month is your productivity. That's it. It's not the business model. It's not genetics or luck or anything like that. It is simply just your productivity. If you can increase your work rate by five times, you will make at least five times more money, if not even way more. That's it. The first stage of entrepreneurship of making you know 5K a month, 10K a month, it's going to hurt your ego when I say this, but please just know that I'm saying this from love. Getting up to $10,000 a month as an entrepreneur, you're still a garbage entrepreneur. You can still have a shit product. You don't even know what like head of operations does. You don't even hire anyone. Like you, you've got no idea what it's like to run a company. Making 10K a month, just listen to me as I say this, a lot of complete 
idiots are making 10K a month. I said this to my friend, Scott. There's a lot of complete idiots who drink alcohol, who don't even know about like, like the, you don't even study, you don't even read. And they're making more than 10K a month right now. There's a lot of absolute idiots. And, and you're like some good entrepreneurs are watching this smiling, knowing that I'm absolutely right. A lot of buffoons make 10K a month, 100K a year in their business. Because to make about 100K a, month, uh, a year, you don't actually have to be good at business. You literally just have to have a decent work rate. What work rate really means is you get the most important tasks done for a YouTuber. That means you're uploading videos consistently. That's it. All of this little small dick attitude of like, oh, but you know, what should it be? Should it, should I make videos in my own language or on English? No, overthinking. Just upload the videos. Just shut up. Just literally, it doesn't matter. Just upload videos every single week. Stop. That's it. It's, it's that simple. You just need to get something done and out there and live. You just need to have decent productivity which I'll explain to you. And recently I've done videos on productivity, so you can just go find them on my channel. Literally just wake up and work hard on like the biggest task of the day and just don't eat first thing in the morning. That that alone will set you apart. Then you literally, this is the psychological part, you just need a way for someone to send you money. You need a way for like to have some kind of website or checkout link or anything where someone can send you money. Literally 99% of people watching this right now have no way that anyone could even buy their products. They've got no products for sale and they're wondering how to make money. It's like you need some kind of way, like some kind of checkout page just set where someone can just send you some money. It's incredible to me that people will will literally keep watching all these entrepreneurship videos. And you right here, right now, if you don't have a way that a link that I could click on to send you money, this is why you're not making any progress. You need to put the offer in front of people. You need to have some kind of checkout link or maybe some easy way where you've got your details online where someone can send you the money, Vemno, whatever it is. If that isn't set up right now, you literally can't even get any money at all. And now here's where all the like the small PP mindset will come in. Oh, but wait, I'm going to wait till my YouTube channel gets bigger. I'm not ready yet. I don't have a product. It's not good enough. Whatever it is, it's all BS. You need a way that someone can send you money right now. Otherwise, there's a 0% chance that you can actually make any. So get the web page made open up the product. Maybe you want to sell like an online uh, community like I have. I use what's called school.com. That's the website I use, right? And on that, you can set up the page so that people can pay you and buy your buy into your page. Maybe you set up a Stripe payment link and that's in your Instagram bio for like coaching or your YouTube bio or something. Many people are literally not even taking the first step so that there's a way to to buy their, their thing. Imagine me and you went through the, the supermarket and in every store we went into, there was no one at the till. There was no till. There was just no reception. It was like, we were there, like, you know, thinking, oh man, this shirt looks kind of nice. Too bad we can't give the company money to buy it. This is where literally 99% of little like wannabe entrepreneurs are at. I'm speaking with such like aggression because for six months of my business, I didn't even have this. And it was only when I set it up that instantly when I mentioned the link in my bio as a YouTuber, that's when I got my first sale, like six months in. I could have been scaling that up for six months. If you're here with like 10 subscribers thinking, oh yeah, I'll just wait. No, no, no. You want to start this now because that's how, like, it's like saying, oh, but I'll just wait to, you know, get into the gym next year when, I, when I've lost a bit more, more weight. What would you say to the guy, to little skinny kid who told you, oh yeah, I'll just wait till next year to start going to the gym. No, just do it now. Stop being a pussy. You need a way that people can give you money. I know it's so common sense, but like, just ask yourself that question. Do you have a link right here, right now that someone can buy something? If the answer is no, 
get that link made as soon as possible. Then mention that link to people, whether it's through DMs or social media, mention that link, you'll start making money. Now just scale it up, figure out, okay, do I need to mention the link and, and to more people? Do I need to make more videos? Do I need to get more of, a, uh, more of an audience? Or do I already have a little bit of an audience of a few hundred people? The link is getting a few hundred views, but almost no one's buying it, okay? I have to make whatever the product is better. I have to maybe make it a little bit cheaper. I have to make it more valuable. You start to figure out the, the, the journey once you've actually got the offer in front of someone. This is your, your call to adventure right now. Your actionable step as this young entrepreneur who's watching these videos, but quite frankly is not taking action because you're just procrastinating. I want you to get some progress in this. Get some kind of link, checkout page, website, whatever made literally right now. This is your task. It doesn't have to be amazing, but as long as you've got some way that accepts payments that you can start to mention to people now and set, tell them that this is the program you have, this is the product, whatever it is, that's when you become an entrepreneur. Otherwise, right now, you're what's called online a wannabe entrepreneur, a entrepreneur, And that's just embarrassing. It's basically like a guy who's who's basic, almost like he's seen as like brain dead in the entrepreneur community where it's like you haven't even done step one. You don't want to be stuck in that stage. As soon as you've got like a link or somewhere that people can buy, you're officially an entrepreneur. Till then, you've been watching all these videos doing nothing. If you really care about entrepreneurship and you want to hear more lessons like this, then Adonis School is my community of entrepreneurs if you want to go and join that. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 